is White Dog Detroit, and you're listening to Raw Radio X. Real Raw Radio. The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dozinski, the Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey everybody, this is Greg Tuzinski, a.k.a. Master G, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome to Hump Night, everybody. Sorry about the late start a little bit, a little bit of uh, probably me uh, stalling my ass off. So, uh, welcome everybody. Down here at the studios of RawRadioX.com in Detroit City, the call-in number that you can call in. I'd love to hear uh, any questions you have I can help you out with. I'd be more than happy to do that. 313-462-0107. Oh, that was smooth, Av. Oh, Buddy Av is here with us as usual on Wednesday night. Say hello and check out his show Thursday at noon, Avenue and Friends. And I got to give... A quick shout-out to Rick Pernetta and RRX, uh, new owner and family. It's awesome. So, going to be some awesome changes coming up. Uh, Rick is a hell of a a great guy. And uh, look for... Actually, his show is what? Sunday nights at 7, right? Uh, Yep. Dirty uh, Words? Dirty Words is a Sunday night (laughs) at 7. Dirty Words, And then uh, he's a co-host of... The Crush Crew Radio Show. yeah. And that's uh, Thursday Thursday nights, right? That closes us out tomorrow night at 9. Sweet. So everybody listening, some awesome changes coming up to rawradiox.com. But you can listen to the Art of Relationships radio show usually uh, Monday and Wednesday, 9 p.m. I say usually because I took the last couple Mondays off with uh, a bunch of stuff going on at my end. (laughs) <laughs> Good stuff, not bad stuff. Now, I posted a couple things on Facebook today, and it got a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of interest. And as always, I always ask for insights, uh, questions, tops, topics of the show you want me to cover. Um, like I said, the show is for you. It is about helping people out there gain better relationships, healthier relationships, maybe get out of toxic unhealthy relationships, abusive relationships like I touched on a couple weeks ago. And not only that, but to try to increase your essence of a person as an individual, self-esteem, self-worth, and those aspects. So one 
particular post was I shared was about a banana. <laughs> and the banana, uh, I can't hear, I'll try to sort of paraphrase it, mention that. A lot of people will put genitals in their mouth and even lick buttholes, but they will not eat this part of a banana, which is the rotten part of the banana, right? How, how much truth is that? Will you eat that rotten part of that banana, Av? No. <laughs> no. Isn't that weird? I won't ask you the other questions. But <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> oh, yet, not yet. Not yet. I won't. Yeah. Are you drinking yet? Then you can. Um, <laughs> I have not. Then, then you'll answer that question. No. Um, so, you know, some people are into that. Some people aren't. So what that transpired and brought up about the banana and the genital and butthole and all that stuff talking about was kink. Hmm. And one question was posed on it, and I appreciate it very much, was about kink. And when you are trying to find somebody that wants to get in the kink, are they just assuming it's, you know, you're in the, the lifestyle, swinger lifestyle, the, you know, you're into open relationships that you just want, you're all about sex, don't care about the relationship. In the context, which was awesome, and I talked about, you know, people that are swingers in the S&M, and I, you know, I'm clear I'm not into that the swinger scene, whatever, but I do see a lot of couples who are, and I'm not, you know, prejudiced. Whatever is happening keeps you healthy and you're not hurting anybody else. I'm all for it. So, because I'm not into it doesn't mean I can't help that situation. But this premise, and I talked about kink and S&M, um, more S&M, B&D and all that stuff about spicing up your relationship and trying to clarify stereotypes and everything out there. But this was post and it was awesome and the context was awesome what greg i want sort of kink in my relationship but i want a long-term relationship and everyone when i say dating whatever when i say i'm in the kink i want someone that's into kink that they assume i'm all about sex and i don't care about the long-term relationship they just want to you know play have sex but they don't want the long-term relationship my view on that, of course, is that's crazy. I get where this individual, where she is coming from, and it was a woman, you know, that she was on. I'm all for that. That's awesome. But why is it that you are finding only people that is into kink and you're not looking for a long-term relationship, meaning that you cannot have both? Go ahead, Adam. You know, I'm just thinking, maybe it's just me personally and my values, but I yeah, am values. into some, uh, let's not talk about it too loud. <laughs> but uh, I, I, as someone who is into the kink, uh, the many facets of the kink scene, to me it's more enjoyable if you're able to do that with someone in a relationship. You're able to enjoy it more. You can right. actually experience more, go deeper, no puns intended, with it. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just saying you can get more pleasure out of it. At least that's my take on it. No, I agree. And I, have what, what, I agree with that. And I'm all about, and you know, studies and all this stuff. And you know I hate research, and people know I hate research too. What the situation is, when you, when you get into situation like that, you know, usually the best sex, typically, not always, is in long-term relationships. You're more comfortable. Your guard's down. But... A lot of people, and we did a show, I can't remember if it was, if I did it down here or not, when we talked about open, um, what do I want to call, booty calls. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm, we I talked did. about booty calls and uh, 
you know, friends with benefits and all that. When we did that show, I mentioned about some people, they don't care, so they're more uninhibited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they're into that, whatever, okay? Now, got a question about the kink aspect. You know, this is, what exactly is kink? Before I get into this and get more into the question about, and I, I agree with Ab, I think most of the time with the kink aspects that you can... um maybe explore more into that if you if you are into that aspect you know exactly what is kink and kink to one person could mean just being i don't want to say just but you know tying them up to the bed and that's kink you know that's kinky some people are into you know the flogging some people are into you know the whips and chains and s&m everybody has a different view of what kink or what kinky is okay yeah, baby. No, <laughs> but you know what their definition of kink or kinky is. You know, kink, kinky. It's the same, same element, right? So you have to define exactly what is kink to you. And everyone, you know, we talked about the Fifty Shades of Grey and all this stuff, which the movie was very tame. It was tame compared to the books and all this stuff. Um, but you look at, you know, first you have to define what is kinky to you and. Can you say, and the scary thing is, with the person on Facebook and how she premised it was, you know, as soon as you say kink, or I'm looking, you know, I like a little kink in my relationship, a little kinky sex and all this stuff, they automatically think, oh, this girl's a slut, wild, and all this stuff. She's just looking for sex, and that's not it. If you can premise it that, you know what, I want a long-term relationship, but I want that in my Sex life. I want to incorporate that into our relationship. So, you know, first you have to get the parameters and the boundaries of what is kinky or what is kink to you. Is it, you know, are you into nipple clamps? Are you into cock rings? Are you into whatever? Some some guys want freaking clamps on their nuts. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not one of them. It's a little too far. Yeah, I, I'm like, I, no, I, I, I don't want any more. I got too high of a pitch voice now. You know, I don't want another one. I've got to admit, just a few uh, a few weeks ago, Uh-oh. I discovered that... Uh, Self-disclosure app. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I discovered that uh, I'm into being choked a little bit. I, and I didn't See. think that I would be. Really? Yeah, I never, never even, you know, really crossed my mind and wasn't considered. I've been, you know, in situations where the woman liked that, but yes. uh, this was the first time that it was done to me, and I was like, oh, what? Wow. Hmm. So, I mean, that, that could be, uh, you know, another example. And then, of course, there's one common example, which uh, we do talk about occasionally here at Raw Radio X. That's not oh, You are not allowed to play. <laughs> Is that country music? <laughs> I was going to say, you're not allowed to play country music. Um, <laughs> you're not allowed to play country music during my show. That's against the law, man. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> as, as, as much as I love country, I can do that. That's yeah. fine. Coming from a black dude that loves country music. Oh, wait a minute. Hootie and the Blowfish. He's good, though. He's that good. is true. He's good. Uh, yeah, Tucker, don't, 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 right? I was, yeah, Darius, Darius Rucker. Rucker, Rucker I was gonna say, don't, don't try to name anymore. No, I'm not going to. No, I, you won't. That's the only black guy I think I know that's country. But um, <laughs> you look at the situation and, you know, what is kinky to you? And you have to set those parameters and what is exactly you. Now, you, Ab, you said you like it. I'm not into choking. And I have um, 
maybe I'm too vanilla or whatever. Everyone thinks I'm this freak and in the S and M and that. I'm not. I'm not in the S and M. I'm not in the swim. I'm in. Uh, I'm one on one, man. That's what I want. One on one situation. That's what I'm all about. But I'm all about people being happy and whatever. You know, whatever floats your boat. It's not hurting you. Not hurting your relationship and not hurting somebody else. Go for it. I'm all about that. I'm very open-minded with that. And like I said, what is for me might not be for somebody else. But the parameters in a human sexuality class, uh, oh, God, probably a year and a half ago now, I think, that the gentleman uh, said his girlfriend, he wasn't into it. His girlfriend liked to be choked, like you talked about, Ab. Just loved it and got off on it. And he, he was like, you know, he disclosed that. You know, I, I don't like it, man. It ain't me. I'm not into that. And I'm like, why do you do it? Well, because she likes it. Nah, I'm like, damn. <sighs> I'm like, you know what? You got a point. Now, what happens if you get so pissed off? You know, you're having sex and you think something that she pissed you off and you just choke too hard and you freaking kill them. There's no safe words, you know. No, they can't. Not. It's her safe hand signals. Is there... You might be think she's having an orgasm, and she or you have. You can't even. This. You can't even say it, you, the safe word because you're being choked. No, she's, right? It's, it's and hand over. signals. She might be having an orgasm. Oh, there are no hand case, signals. Oh, I don't. I don't know. There would be you're, no hands. You're a quiet comer, then, huh? I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> didn't say that. Okay. Oh, a lot of self-disclosure. <laughs> Talking about kink, it always lightens up the mood. Again, as always, you can give us a call, 313-462-0107. And you can also join us on the live chat through the Art of Relationships radio show on the mobile apps for Android and for Apple. I had to think for a minute. Or you can uh, also join us on live chat on Spreaker.com slash user slash Greg, that's G-R-E-G-D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Welcome, everybody. Talking about kink. And first, you know, get the parameters about what is kinky to you. Like I said, some some people are into whips and chains and freaking tie me up and choke me and mm-hmm. hang me from the ceiling and Japanese, yeah. you know, <laughs> the Japanese or some people call it, you know, rope bondage, you know, Oriental or Japanese rope bondage. And if you ever see that, it's like, oh, my God, I'd freaking I, I, I'd be freaking dead. <laughs> I don't have the flexibility. I, you know, and everybody has different degrees and variants of that. And you look at those aspects that you're like, damn. Could I try that? Would I even want to try that? And whatever you want to try, that's up to you. And you have to understand, like I tell everybody, you have to understand the consequences of your actions. And not only the pleasure, whatever, if you derive from it. And everybody says, right, there's that thin line. Everyone says that thin line between love and hate. But what about that thin line between pain and pleasure? Uh, I'm more into the pleasure aspects than the pain aspects. Um, there's, there's, there, there can be pleasure and pain, correct? I, I agree on, with that. Come on, Master it's G. Like, it's, yeah, I know. That's what I said. I'm all about that. I get that. I teach it. I deal with it in my office. I'm all, it's almost like a, you know, a hangnail. You know, it sort of, sort of hurts but sort of feels good mm-hmm. <laughs> when you pull it. Yes. So that type of aspect, you know, the spanking aspect, it almost, <laughs> nice choice of words, titilizes 
the census. Do you like uh, that word? I do of, like the word. It sort of titillizes <laughs> the census. And you look at those elements. When you're in you know, the context of a long-term relationship, marriage situation, and to try to find compatibility with the kink, you know, you, you know, what are your boundaries? And it's very difficult when you have one extreme with any relationship, with any sense of sexuality, or it, it could be anything emotional. Um, God, I had a brain fart. Emotional exaggerations or separation, you know, extremes. There we go. I couldn't think of it. Um, um, extremes in anything, you're going to run into problems. So if one person, you know, needs and requires kink to be happy and they need it all the time, that's the only way they get off. Almost like a, a fetish, if you will. They need an inanimate object to be able to get off. They can't orgasm. They might not get excited if it's whatever you want to call it, traditional normal sexes. They need that extra high, that extra uh, all the time to get there. Now, if you both are like that, there's not going to be an issue. You know, if one's in the, you know, nipple clamps and freaking butt plugs and whatever, choking, you know, whips and chains and tying up and oriental freaking rope bondage. If you're into that and you're the person, their definition of kink is maybe tying up to the bed, uh, tickling with a feather, that type of aspect. Are you guys going to be able to be happy together in a sexual aspect? It's going to be very, very difficult because, you know, one is like, totally extreme the other one's like this and can you find a common ground and as people know and listen and follow to the show um for a while i'm not into big issue compromises um and you look at can you meet and can you do this or you know some couples i deal with in this and it's you know it could be the woman that's in the kink and all this stuff and the husband boyfriend whatever he's sort of He's okay, but he wants it mild, and she wants it more rougher where there might be bleeding involved. No shit. And I'm like, oh, damn. And I'm like, we're, and, you know, and I'm like, okay, and I deal with a bunch of shit. So it's nothing new. It's not a surprise or anything like this. And I get, you know, what do you do with the two different extremes? If one person wants it all the time like that, and... The other person is sort of, eh, that ain't my style. One that does it, are they selling themselves out? And the one that maybe wants it and isn't getting it, are they selling themselves out? And what do you do? And the big question is, you know, I get asked this all the time. Greg, how much of a relationship is sex? You know, how much of a relationship is based on sex? And this is different for everybody else. It's very subjective. When you have individuals that look at you know they, they could have sex and i mentioned this before abs heard me repeat myself over and over again that uh you know you could have sex once a year and you're both happy with it who that's fine however if you have somebody that you know wants it seven days a week and they're only getting it once every other week yeah there's going to be issues and chances are it's not going to work or if it does you both are going to be miserable and it's going to turn into a toxic relationship and it's probably going to end there's going to be a fair involved uh you know resentment all that stuff's going to be built in and i i'm not about people staying in toxic unhealthy unhappy marriages or relationships and that's you know most people are all about 
the textbook therapists and stuff, cookie-cutter marriage therapists and stuff, and I sort of diss on all the time, oh, you guys got to stay together no matter what. That's bullshit. I want people happy. I'm all about you trying to work on relationships and trying to you know, fix and resolve issues. But sometimes it's just you grow. You know, you grow, you evolve you, as years go by, big time. But getting back to kink, how would you go about that? When you're dating, you know, it cracks you up. When you're dating and all this stuff, is that something you automatically throw out there on the first date? You know what? I want kink. No, <laughs> not on the first date. <laughs> I mean, unless, unless you guys just happen to have that kind of chemistry. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say first date, no. Some things you you hold back on, let things build up. You know, it, it's supposed to be a proper build. Some things you can look forward to. Otherwise, if you just put it all out there first date, and you get that out the way, and it's like, well, what's next? And then all of a sudden, oh wow, this was just sex. Gee, and that's you know what, and that that's the premise that I get onto all the time is that you know what happens, and I think maybe the individual is getting you know you throw I'm in the kink, and also oh yeah, you have sex and all this stuff, and all and that's it, and then. That is, I think, the danger that this uh, lady, this individual mentioned on Facebook that, you know, you throw it out to you. How do you know when it's just sex for that other person versus and you want something else to materialize and to turn into a long-term relationship? And that's the I think that's the danger you run into in any situation, not just kink and all that stuff. I mean, people get used. You know, I've been used by women over and over and over again, and I'm sick of it. Freaking getting treated like a piece of meat. I hate that. Can you relate, Af? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> Wish I could. It's funny, though, because you say that about kink, and I, I got to agree because, I mean, I went on an almost four year drought with no sex, Hell, no wait, sexual wait, contact. What do you mean? Yeah. I that mean, drought's I, over? <laughs> I, well, anyway, it was an almost four year drought, and. I, I was still definitely extremely kinky. I still was into a lot of that stuff. It just wasn't materializing. But very much so into the kink. Very even, much into even it. Even during a drought. Even during... That's called dedication. That's called dedicate. Very and, much and, in, hold and, on, hold and on. dreams. How, how, oh, okay. There's fantasy. <laughs> there you go. Menage ma, self-gratification. <laughs> all, that, uh, all that aspect. Self-gratification. My keyword is menage ma, right? Mm-hmm. That's one. Um, but the danger is when you, you, know, you open yourself up to a situation in any situation, not just sex, but right to the, the situation, um, you look at the situation as, you know, do you put yourself out there, especially when you open yourself up sexually? And this is part when I talked about um, the what do I want to say? Now I got a brain fart. When you look at the situation um, and you open yourself up to vulnerability and all that stuff, especially sex aspects, some people are a lot more comfortable with their sexuality um, than with um, anybody else. They open themselves up, you know, they're confident. And, oh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to respond to a text. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> they are uh, very unprofessional people. But when you look at the situation, you, you will see that um, 
the vulnerability set in and the confidence you have. You know what? I'm sexual. I'm sexual. I love sex. I'm nothing wrong with it. And if I get used or maybe I'm using him, maybe I'm using her, you know, not to be gender biased, but you look at the situation and are you okay with that knowing that the possibility is there? You want a long-term relationship and you know it might not work out. What happens if you're in the kink and you have that into it um, and you... And the sex isn't that good. Then what? Mm. Then what? That's where the kink is, in theory, could help spice things up. But, I mean, there are sometimes... I I guess I have had bad sex before. Fortunately, it wasn't because of me. But, um, yeah, I guess at that point, I don't know what to do. Because that would be kind of like a... I don't want to say a deal breaker, right? but it's going to hinder future efforts. Let's put it like that. And I, I talk about this all the time. Now you look at, you know, the situation and I, I you know, I'm not mentioning kink and we're going, I'm going way off tangent. Like I usually do on a radio show when I teach a class, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always freaking going off all over the place, but I try to circle it back. You know, what kink, you know, and if you need kink to feel, the satisfaction, the sexual satisfaction and pleasure, and you need that kink and all this stuff. And, you know, if the sex is that bad, you're looking at one thing to another, and no matter if the kink is what you want or not, and if it's not sexually pleasurable to you, are you going to be in that relationship, or are you going to be just, say, adios? And I'll tell you, women, (laughs) women out there, I give you props, because most women out there, they'll tell you. I am not going to stay in a relationship or be with someone that has that the sex sucks. It's it's shitty sex, and I'm not going to be in that. And everybody's definition of shitty sex or whatever is different. You know, it's about where you guys have that chemistry and connect on that level. But putting yourself out there when you're looking for kink, you know, maybe someone's saying, "Oh, kink," and she wants to be choked. You know, we have and I talked about wants to be kink, maybe spanked. Um, nipple clamps, whatever you know you're into, whips and chains, bondage, whatever your thing is, and they're thinking, oh, you know what? Okay, if she does this or he does this, guess what? You know what? Then I know she's going to want to try this with somebody else. We're going to bring a third in. We're going to go to orgies, and maybe that isn't the thing. And that's what you know the individual on the post mentioned. She mentioned earlier t- today, and you know some other messages and stuff that you know that's what they're afraid of that you know you just want one-on-one relationship and then you know sort of integrate kink into that different whatever your level is excuse me but runs into the problem where a lot of guys that are you know in the kink and all this stuff they want they're thinking oh she does this therefore i can bring in a third i can have another guy we can go to orgies we can go to you know whatever and she's like no that's not what i want so they're taking kink to a totally i don't know if you want yeah i would say an ex, maybe an extreme level but she wants it in the premise of a long-term relationship and can you do that and can you you know set those boundaries and what happens if that individual man or woman it's not just guys that are into the extreme kink i'm i I could tell you freaking stories i told you one about a woman you know know, freaking and you know freaking bleeding and freaking loved it and all over that and it's like holy shit but um you look at the the premise you know 
what do you do in that situation? Do you say, no, that's not for me? And that's what I talked about last week about self-love and your own, you know, your own identity and having self-respect and self-love that you don't, you don't step over your boundaries. I'm all about exploring and, you know, maybe trying different things. But if you know you're not into that, your core is not into, you know, you're in the kink and all that's choking, but you don't want to bring anybody else into it. You don't want to go to orgies, whatever, um, then you shouldn't do it. And if they don't respect that, then maybe that's not the person for you. Now the problem is, what if the sex is great and level of kink is about the same, but then then what do you do? Right, Ab? Like you said, you weren't in the right, like being choked or whatever. Then what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because I've always considered myself to be pretty open-minded um, <clears throat> in the bedroom. So. so you're telling me you have no boundaries. You're a free I do, for all. I do have boundaries. Anything that, uh, you know, involves uh, blood and... <laughs> A scat and all that? No, yeah, we, we don't do that. But I mean, as far as you know, a little light to moderate S and M, you know, a little spanking, a little bondage here and there, a little choking, tying up. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that at all. A little food play, maybe. Nothing wrong with a little. You void. know what? Is food? Did you mention that? No, no food. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little vor or a little. Uh, yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. And yeah, if you're into that, that's cool. Like I said, with the boundaries. But if you you know, introduce or you want to expand it and thinking your partner is going to go outside of the talked about, discussed, maybe communicated aspects of those boundaries. And you're assuming and expecting, you know what, they do this. You know, oh my God, kink's great between us. But you know what, I want to go outside of, I want to bring this in. I want to bring that in. I want to bring this person in, this orgy, whatever. Like I said, I'm not into that. I'm one on one. That's me. Um, call me vanilla, whatever, I don't care, I'm comfortable with that. But in a one-on-one relationship, it might not be. I'm all about pleasing, I'm all about um, oh, all about giving pleasure, but I want pleasure back too. Now, what do you do with those boundaries? And say the sex is great, everything's great, but your partner, and like I said, it can be the man or the woman, they want to step out and introduce orgies. They want to introduce other people into your sexual repertoire, and you're not into that. Do you? Do I say? Do you sell yourself out? Mm-hmm. It's a very, very difficult, and a lot of people in this situation. I mean, I deal with this in the situation, but I love him and I want him happy, or I want her happy, and I go ahead and do that. And I'm like, when you start crossing that line, yeah, you cross that line. You and I've sold myself not in this way, but I'll, you know, doing shit don't want to not not you know this way, um, but selling yourself out. You look at and then it's like, man, you hate yourself, and the resentment comes in. And not only do you sort of hate yourself, then you start resenting your partner for not respecting your boundaries. But that all comes down to, especially with kink and the sexual ambiance if you will <laughs> the sexual ambiance that you look at you sell yourself out man you it's very very difficult to go back and they're assuming oh you're gonna like it you're gonna like it you, you might like it but you know what chances are if you don't your relationship might be destructive from that point on mm-hmm. and if your partner doesn't respect your boundaries and doesn't respect your level of maybe 
self-awareness, your level of individuality as a person, you're going to have huge issues in your relationship. And especially if sexual realm is involved, um, you're going to run into issues and you're probably going to be in my office which, you know, I, I deal with, you know, couples that they're swingers and they're in the kink and all this stuff. And one of them wants to get out of it, stop swinging. And I'm going to tell you, ladies listening to the show, it's not always the woman that wants to get out. There's guys that want to get out of it, too, get out of the swinging, um, you know, open marriages. They, they just want it with them. And women don't want to get out of it. And there's men that don't want to get out of it. And it's a dicey situation. And it could be. Uh, very, very difficult. Rhonda, hey, peace. What's happening? Welcome to the live chat. <laughs> I wonder where Foo is. But anyways, oh, maybe Foo's doing Mr. Foo. No. <laughs> could be. It could be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I should give out the number again. It's 313-462-0107. I'd love to hear your questions, comments. Like I said, it does not have to deal with the topic of the show. I, I'm here to help you. And like we talk about this stuff, um, you know, in my office, I'm pretty much the same way. way. But um, I might be more, you know, compassionate. It's just, you know, for the radio show and all this stuff might be a little bit different. But I'm very compassionate, very empathetic, and I'm also very blunt, you know, as well to help couples out. Okay. How about, Ab, we take a little breather. Okay. I might have to pee again. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, why don't we take a little breather, and we'll be back after our, uh, some commercials and a few songs, okay? Thank you for listening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you so much.
is White Dog Detroit, and you're listening to Raw Radio X. Real Raw Radio. Yo and hello fam, Avenue here. Make sure you tune in every Thursday at high noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, to Avenue and Friends, only on RawRadioX.com. It's your weekly therapy session, your usual dose of highfalutin hijinks, crazy antics, sarcasm, and bad jokes. Oh, it's true. Remember, it's Avenue and Friends, Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific, RawRadioX.com. Act like you know. Almost exactly what I need A definite maybe It's short to entice my curiosity I can't help but think that this doesn't add up I'm trying to separate the facts from all the we're living in a world of contradictions And if baby you're the truth Then I'm lying next to you When you're the desert sand I'll be your water And you're the perfect plan I never thought of I don't wanna do this on my own And you shouldn't have to be alone I would rather be alone together My heart's been racing, chasing after you You're the sweetest dream, my incredible Yeah, the stars so bright, your eyes, the light is blue I can't help but stare at you So soft, your lips, the wind blows in my air I never thought of I don't wanna do this on my own 
the pain. Oh, what a smooth ass voice. Probably ugly though. Anyways, no. not at all. Not at all. Not I at all. Marsha Ambrosius. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Oh baby. Now anyway, <laughs> you look at the the situation. I'm sorry. This is uh, Greg Dzinski, aka Master G, and I'll have to get into. I'll mention that a long time ago. I'll bring that up once and again. How I got that name uh, coded to me out of a radio show out of Connecticut. Uh, got a year and a half. Actually, it's probably been two years ago now. And, um, anyways, <laughs> give us a call at 313-462-0107. You can always, always join us on the live chat. Uh, ask your questions. Give me your insights. If you think I'm nuts, crazy, sound like shit, uh, don't know what I'm talking about, I'd love to hear it. I'm all about constructive uh, criticism big time. I want, I'm want. i always about improving the show and everything else. And if I think you're full of crap, um, I'll be politely uh, say, okay, that's your opinion. Get the hell out of here. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I love constructive feedback. It helps me, makes me a better person, makes me better for the Art of Relationships radio show. And it also, uh, it makes me, I think, over a better instructor, better clinician, therapist, counselor, witch doctor, whatever you want to call me. Anyways, give us a call here at rawradiox.com, live calling number 313-462-0107. And we've been talking about kink and, you know, talking about boundaries and elements and the, the premise was, you know, what happens if you want kink involved into your situation and what happens is you want to bring kink in and it gets maybe expanded way, way, way beyond where you want it to be. Or if you open yourself up, you know, sexually and you want the kink to come in and maybe they want to expand it further than you want to go. And you have a right to set those boundaries. And, you know, the big thing is, Greg, what happens if I open up sexually and all this stuff and kink and all of a sudden they want to bring it. And, you know, she wants to bring in another another guy, another female or go into orgies. And I'm not into this. And, yeah, I did say her. It, it This cuts across all genders, people. It's not just guys that are into this. It's women, too. And you look at the premise, you know, you got to look at it from the standpoint, you know what, even in a long-term relationship, do you be vulnerable? Do you allow yourself to open up to those situations? Do you allow yourself to be hurt? I mean, I don't want you to be hurt sexually, whatever. I know Av loves to be choked now, and <laughs> he doesn't mind being hurt that way now. I actually sort of no, loves not it. At all. It's <laughs> not, not bad. Not, not at all. And you look at the premise where, um, you know, if you're into that and all this stuff, but, you know, I think most people are worried about being emotionally crushed, being emotionally hurt. Oh, my God, I gave my all, whatever, and then they didn't respect my boundaries. That is part of a relationship. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm not into that at all. But that's part of relationships, and it's one of those things, if you don't give, you might not get that love back. And it's one of those things that if you, you give half-ass, you're holding back and you're cutting yourself short, man. You're selling yourself very, very short. And that's just, I don't believe that's a way to go. Yeah. Do you, people jump into it or they tippy toe into it? You know, everybody has their own way and it's not right or wrong. It's what you do. 
but I want you, you know, if you're going into the, you want a long-term relationship and kink is involved and you want, you know, whatever your level of kink is, like I said on the beginning of the show, whatever your level of kink is and your comfort level with that, do, you know, do you go after it? And if it is expanded, you talk and whatever. And if they don't respect your wishes and your boundaries, maybe that relationship is not for you. And I want you to have self-integrity not to, you know, sell yourself out big time, okay? So do into that. Now, we talk about kink and we talked about, you know, the banana aspect. And I want to, I, I got to get into this banana. It's so cool. Um, the banana aspect that was posted on uh, my Facebook, I shared it uh, from somebody else. Oh, wait a minute. We got another I'll read text aspect before I get into the banana. Another texter, you know, I think when it comes to kink and sexual preferences, you need to decide what is more important in your relationship, the sex or the actual relationship. I agree. You agree with that, Av? I do. Now, what happens, and, you know, I'm, yeah, I respect, I'm not going to mention the individual on chat's name. Um, God, she looks hot. But anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anyways, um, no disrespect. When you look at the situation that, you know, you have to, what is more important? Can you have both? That is my question. Now, should you sacrifice, and I'm not with me. I'm all about, I want people, and with the the book I got coming out, oh, God, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, please. <laughs> the book I have coming out, um, seizing that total connection, you know, achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave can you have it have it can you have a great sex life and a great relationship or do you separate the two and some people you know what in open relationships and the old greeks and romans we talk about that you know they could separate that the love of the family you know the love of the wife the love of the husband was one thing but the body is to be pleasured and they're totally separate now if you're okay with that you know that's your thing as long as you and your partner are okay with it um, then that's cool. That's whatever. Can you separate the sex and the actual relationship? If the relationship was built well and done right. And you never had sex. You were best friends, roommates, loved each other. But I've been in a few relationships that did start off that way. I know that. And I'm not saying that that's how it was done on, by design. Is this how it worked? I, I get that. But are you okay with that, Av? I, yeah, I could be. Because the sex should just help enhance the relationship. It's, it's like seasoning salt. It, it, when you're in the kitchen, Once it should help enhance. No, Once salt burn the vet, uh, okay, okay, not okay, <laughs> not literally, <laughs> not literally. No, but it should just simply be a okay, Mrs. Dashton. It's a Mrs. flavor. Dashton. It's a, it's a flavor enhancer, if you will. It, it's something to that enhance like, the relationship. Great, terrific. I like to cook, so you like to cook, huh? And the text uh, that was a great, very great question, or. Uh, if you want to say topic of discussion that you brought up in the in the text, and I think it's awesome. You know, decide what is more important in your relationship. I agree, and I think a lot of people do. How many people in this context, and maybe I'm taking it the wrong way, maybe because I, I look at a lot of different couples and, you know, see a lot of different things in my office and try to help people, but do you look at, and I agree, a lot of people, how, how much, I'm going to throw a term out, to the audience, listeners, and even the app, what does what does it feel like when you settle? 
I can tell you all about that. Ooh. Go ahead, Av. What uh, does it feel like? What does it feel like to that you settle? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's a level of what is most important to you, and everybody's different. You should not let society dictate what makes you happy. And if you're settling, whatever, and everybody says, oh, I'm settling, that leaves almost a bad taste in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But go ahead, Ev. I'm sorry. I didn't mean Uh, that. I have done that before, and unfortunately, I've done that at times with people. Those ended up being some of my longest relationships. Um, you know, you get this, this feeling of, well, Hey, at least there's someone here. At least I have someone, but you, you definitely, there's something left out. You're not fulfilled. You're not 100% happy. There was one time that I can't admit that I guess, yeah, I didn't look at it as settling, but in theory, looking back at it, I did, but I ended up being happy in the relationship. Like as it built up. Uh, months became years and I actually became uh, fairly happy in that relationship. She screwed it up after that. But uh, the way it started off was like, and a lot of my friends even told me, especially bitter, jealous female friends. And I found out way after the fact why they were so bitter and jealous, but they, you know, said, yeah, you were settling big time. A lot of people said that some people, you know, even some family members said that at first when they met her, but then they got to know her and they got to know how, you know, how into the relationship I was and how serious I was about it. And it wasn't settling anymore. But at first, just from the outside looking in, a lot of people just assumed and jumped off jump. Oh, yeah. You're no, I, and, and the level of settling, you might see it. And I, I think a lot of people, they get into it and they and I'm going to throw I'm going to be blunt. Av, um, you know, do you you know, you said you were happy and all this stuff, or were you just bullshitting yourself that you were happy? Like you said, you felt like something was missing, and, you know, it sounds like we're doing a therapy session. Now, and this is, yeah, the, but, no, do you, and I tell people, you know, are you just bullshitting yourself to pretend that you're happy or you really are? And it's almost that same scenario we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. before, about is the grass always greener on the other side, and what, it might not be, but it might be. And you look at what is important to you, in the context, with me personally, I would love, you know, I, I want a relationship of a lifetime, the last a lifetime, to be happy and all this, but I also want the sex to go along with it. <laughs> you know, I, I want the sexual compatibility to go along with it. I want all that, not perfection, not at all. And I always get this question thrown up. And I, you know, what happens if you're in a car accident, you have a stroke, and you have medical problems where sex might, then what? What are you left with? And that's, a good question because then what do you do and you know you talk about you know everyone in society is supposed to say right that um oh you're supposed to get used to sex dying and you know if you're in the kink it's going to wear down and all this stuff in a long-term you know relationship you need to be okay with sex dwindling the passion dwindling dwindling the chemistry going down the hill as the relationship goes on and as you know Av's heard it many people listen followers of the show have heard me say I think that's bullshit but you know it comes in if sex is great but outside the bedroom countertops you know freaking front porch wherever <laughs> wherever if a medical problem comes up then what do you do do you, you know what's the core of the relationship is it the sex or is it the actual friendship and the actual compatibility you have in other issues that hold the relationship together 
And that is a good question. And uh, text also mentioned, you know, if you're sexually incompatible, then your relationship will not last. I agree with that. Ugh. I have so much to say. You have to choose between the sex and the long-term friendship relationship. What's more important, the sex or the relationship? <clears throat> I agree, and I think well, I, I think my my opinion is that my opinion is that you can have both. You can have the sex, and you can have the relationship. And I think both can be equally important. Again, this is very subjective, and no one should tell you what is more important. It's what's more important, most important to you, and you need to find someone that's compatible with you and is okay with the same thing that is important to you. If you have someone that sex is very important to them and maybe you're one that sex isn't that important to, <clears throat> there is going to be huge, huge issues. And that's what I think the text, the individual on text or <laughs> on chat mentioned that the sexual compatibility is huge, and I agree with that. But I think there's other areas on that. I, and maybe I'm missing what the individual on chat is mentioning, that you, know, you have to pick one or the other. My thing is, why can't you have both? And if you're not sexually compatible with that, are you going to be okay not having sex or just going through them. And if everybody, you know, heard me, listen to the show, clients, whatever thing, I am not about going through the motions. I am not about people, oh, oh, let's have sex. Oh, okay, I guess I should since I'm your husband or I'm your wife. Let's do it. Screw that, you know. If you're, if some people are okay with that and they'll go ahead and do it. Oh, I don't care, just lay there. I'll just, <laughs> me, hell no. I want someone that desires me sexually, um, emotionally, intellectually. I want someone that wants to freaking rip, rip my clothes off and desires my body as much as I desire theirs. But I also want somebody that I can talk to and be open with emotionally and share dreams and all that stuff. And, you know, I, I, you know everyone, am I looking for a fantasy? No, not at all. I, I know you're going to have arguments. You're going to have, you know, debates and disagreements that's part of a relationship but after all that's done how do you relate to one another how do you give a shit to one another what they feel what they share and i think part of that you can it's the old premise with you know with sex with kink and everything else about when i mentioned a while ago our soulmates are they found or are they made and i think majority of the time soulmates are made you can make each other to be your soulmates and the big thing is that you don't stop caring about you know you evolve together you evolve as your needs change you and you can be more flexible and try to be open to that and meet each other's needs and if you are two spec on opposite sides of the spectrum um, you're going to have issues, and it, it's going to be very, very difficult. And I don't bullshit anybody out there. Foo, welcome, Princess Foo. We're wondering if uh, you were taking care of uh, Mr. Foo. <laughs> I think she answered that in there. I, uh, yeah, they are made. Uh, yeah, I was just giving Foo. Rhonda, you mentioned a great point. You know, I just wish you know people would be up front about what they are seeking. If you are a sing swinger, a singer. <laughs> <laughs> a swinger, and that's what you're into. Tell your partner so they can decide if that is something they are willing to do for love. You know, I will not share. I will not do everything in the bedroom. I agree. And I wish. Oh, sorry, foo. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you look at you look at the the dynamics, Ryan, and I agree. And that's what I mentioned about. I think before you were able to jump on the chat, you look at the individuals that you know you don't overstep your boundaries. You have the dynamic and the self respect and the self integrity to not do something that you don't want to do. I never ever ever promote that. And I'll be able with clients with everything. I'll tell them, man. I you know you do whatever you. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Um, yeah, we don't want to take the trash out. We don't want. I get all that crap. We don't. We might not want to pay bills. <laughs> I, I, that's part of life. But when it when it's at your core essence of a person, and you sell yourself out sexually, uh, when you go to one place, you can't redo that. And you know, you might make a mistake. I don't want you to bash yourself, but you learn. You know what? I need to do this. Well. Individ- individual on chat, then give us a call at 313-462-0107. And, yeah, you can have both as long as you are sexually compatible. But if you aren't, then you have to choose what's important because we are sexually driven creatures. I say sex is more important because you can maintain friendships Outside of the relationship, but ideally in a monogamous relationship, you can only have sex with that one person. I agree with that. And I think, you know, you know what? You bring up a good point. And I think you can have friends to, um, you know, you can have friends, other outlets. If your partner is your everything, I think you're going to be very highly disappointed. You're going to be. You're going to sell yourself out. You're going to lose yourself. And I think you have more interest. And I, I mentioned about this, I think, before, about self-love, that you have to be your own independent person. And that, that maintains the passion and uh, the chemistry and uh, desire between you guys. If you're your own person, selling yourself out, that you can have other friends and take care of yourself emotionally and that other aspect. I love what the individual on chat mentioned. Um, but I think you can have both. You know, I love sex. I'm all about sex. And am I going to be in a sexless relationship? Hell no, I'm not. I'm going to be, you know, where I'm at in my life now, There, I'm not going to be in that situation. You know, oh, but you don't love me and you think sex is all this stuff that, um, you know what? Oh, yeah, you just think about sex. No, it isn't. I want everything. And so many people try to get you to... What's the word I'm looking for? Sell yourself out or try to get, they try to sway you, maybe manipulate you, and you being okay with it. You know, oh, is that all you think about is sex? Is that all you think about is this? Is, you know, they try to belittle you to try to get you to not be you. And I think that is sad and that's pathetic if you allow that to happen. Now, if you, you look at, you know, okay, this is important to me, this ain't important to you. It's not that you're a bad person or I'm a bad person. It's just maybe we're not compatible. And then you look at those aspects, you know, what do we do now? And this goes into the kink aspect. And I agree with Rhonda, you know, backing up a little bit. What Rhonda said on chat is that, you know, people need to be up front. You know, uh, this is what I'm looking for. 
you know, I'm into the lifestyle. And a lot of people aren't going to come out and just say, hey, I'm a swinger, right? They sort of sugarcoat it. And it's almost a premise, like I said. It's funny when I teach in class and I mention it on the radio. How come everybody on a first date don't just puke out all their bad shit? <laughs> you know, I'm into this. This is me. Take it or leave it. Yeah, they got to water it down. They got to give all their fine points and all this stuff. You know, it's a sales pitch. Why don't you just, you know what, I'm looking for someone in the lifestyle, I'm looking for one, you know, this is my definition of this, um, and so be it. If you're not like that, or that person isn't like that, you're not like what they're looking for, it's no big deal. It doesn't make you bad or whatever, it makes, gives you a sense of self and you're maintaining your own integrity, it's no big deal. They're just different. That doesn't make them bad, whatever, it just means you're different, and why can't you go ahead with that? communication you're right Rhonda but a lot of people sort of do it it's almost like a backhanded compliment you know they they only they able hit the nail on the head no I'm not into that freaking uh, I don't want anyone to put a spike through my head you know what some people are into uh, Prince Albert's not this guy I'm sorry so I'm not going to be into freaking putting a nail through my penis um, not at all that, that, I know some people are into that. They like, you know, really? they have a Prince Albert. I don't know. Anything. I, I, I dealt yeah. with the women, their part. Not me personally. I don't right. roll that way. I respect, you know, I respect all that. Um, but you look, I'll spike you. <laughs> don't tease me. Anyways, you, you look at the situation where, um, you know what, <laughs> foo that. Oh my God, foo! I can't believe you're not into that. No. <laughs> With Mr. Fu and a Prince Albert. No, that ain't me at all, man. I'm not. <laughs> Hell to the no. <laughs> Damn, we aren't compatible. I guess we're not. <laughs> no, I'm not going to freaking. Oh, show me how much you love me and put a nail through your penis and get a Prince Albert. Uh, then you run into the debate, right? The tit for tat. Well, if you love me, you wouldn't have me do that. Now where are you at? We can carry this conversation on all night. Which is fine. <laughs> but you look at the situation, you know, what is your definition of kink? You know, some people, that's a good point about nails through the head. Some people are all about piercing. So many, no, I love the way the penis looks. Love it. I know you love that penis of Mr. Fu. Where is he, sleeping? He might be sleeping. I don't, but you look at, you know, some people are into piercings and they, they'll get piercings together. You know, I'll get my nipple pierced. You get your nipple pierced. My nipples are not pierced. I got a buddy of mine, you know, he, he freaking his nipples are pierced. He's proud of them and freaking loves them pulled and all this stuff. And he, he tell me the shit and, you know, dating, you know, in his dating life and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. Hey, I'm not getting my nipples pierced. Yeah, I'm not bashing it. If that's for you, you're cool. <laughs> doesn't make you a bad person. It just ain't for me. Um, so, you know, you, your level of compatibility is huge. Oh, yeah, he's, oh, that's right. It's after 10. He's already crashing. Sorry, Foo. I know oh, he yeah. works. Yeah, he works like 1, uh, one, uh, 1 a.m. or freaking 1 a.m. to 1 and 2 in the afternoon. It's crazy. And... I know it sucks, Foo. Hopefully that'll change down the road. You look at, you know, the level of, you know, kink and compatibility. <clears throat> it's huge in a relationship. To eat, to eat his own, Rhonda. Oh, I'm sorry. You said to each his own, not eat his own. I was gonna say. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I am we, hungry. 
I am, yeah, yeah, I don't know if we, but yeah, if I was a woman, I would love to be flexible. Anyway, <laughs> you know, boy, you look at the situation, you know, going with the kink and nipple piercing is so 10 years ago. Oh, really, foo? Are you speaking from experience? That's what it sounds like. It does very much sound like that. <laughs> Oh, I was over that trend in the... Yeah, I, 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 went, th- I went through that phase. And that I, was 2003. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, I'm not into that anymore. Um, if we could do that, Rhonda, we would never leave the house. I Believe me, I know that. Yeah, flexibility can be achieved with dedication. I, oh, yoga. You know what? Yes. Damn. I'm in trouble. She's impressing me more and more. Anyways, <laughs> you look at the situation where... Um, what can now I don't even know what we're going. Another individual, you know, talk about kink and what you're into, had this other complaint about relationships, and it had to do with frickin' oral sex. And her complaint was, and I think I do know guys that have this issue. I'm not one of them, but a lot of guys have this issue where, um, She's upset that guy she's been with, she gives her all into, she loves orally pleasing. You know what? We need to applause meter for that. <laughs> how, many, how many women love to orally please? Woo-hoo! Oh, my God, I just went I lost my voice. <laughs> Sorry, I got to take a quick drink. Sorry, but now it, it only counts if you're good at it. I yes. need to put that disclaimer out there. Because I agree. I've had some encounters where... I'm just going to say it out front, folks. We're all adults here. Um, If you're going to do this, um, use your mouth. Work your muscles. Some some of us, you got to open your mouth a little bit bigger for. Yes. A little wider. I'm just just putting it out there. Just give you a little little heads up, little hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There you go. There you go. Yeah, women got to do that. And don't be afraid to use your tongue, too. I think that's important. And some people, when they, I, I tell them, I use the premise about sucking like a straw. Oh, my God. That's fucking hot. But, yeah, I love this. I am an oral pleaser with my verbiage. Don't tease, okay? Teasers are no fun. Vicky has the right idea. <laughs> um, you look at, you know, I am an oral pleaser with my verbiage. I want people to be, I want my lady to be an oral pleaser with her mouth too and her tongue and all this stuff. And I'm all about pleasing. I love pleasing orally with my lady. I'm all about that. And you look at, you know, but <laughs> I'm all over the place. The, the question to this lady, you know, on Facebook and brought this up again, she had some awesome ideas, which are cool, about she runs into guys all the time. She goes, what the hell is a guy? I spent, you know, I put um, I put my heart, my soul into blowjobs, giving them, and I love giving them, but the guy won't kiss me after. What is with that? And I, you know, I agree with that. I, you know, I agree with her. Why won't the guy kiss you after, oh, my God, it's gross, gross. And, you know, women, there are some women I've been with, they don't, after you go down on them, they don't want to kiss you or whatever. Most women are okay with that, which is very cool. Verbiage words come from my mouth and tongue. I agree. But, anyways, <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. But, you know, you look at, you know, after she gives them a blowjob, whatever, they, they won't kiss her after, and it bugs her. And I think, why, why won't the guy do that? Oh, it's gross, you do whatever. You know what, why 
why is it? Is that part of maturity? Is that part of a mental block? Is that part of a, a guy's taboo that they won't do that? And is that immature? Is that being selfish? What about the whole soulful experience, the whole soulful connection? And after, you know, I go down, I'm all about kissing afterwards and all that stuff. It's the whole intimate emotional connection Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. That's true. True, of course. But you we know, love the kiss yeah. after. You know I, what? That's I mean, but yeah. that's what that's what couples and when you have that connection, I mean that's that shouldn't even be an afterthought. I mean, I agree. I've that's how I am. Yeah, I'm all about that. Even possibly even more so because nothing, few things turn me on and get me more excited than seeing that uh, my girl is very pleased and is very oh. turned on and very excited so i have i think most guys are and oh, i yeah. told you that I'm does it for me. yeah that does it more for me than almost anything else no no yeah no 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 i no, now i'm off <laughs> tripping over my tongue thinking about my tongue now um <laughs> i'm all about pleasing and i i agree with you evan i think most most of us guys i can't say all of us but most of us, we're, it's a huge turn on knowing that I'm pleasing my lady, um, pleasing her, and she freaking gets off, and I turn her on and turn, you know, freaking get her off, and it's so freaking hot. And I had to pause there because I love the taste of me in his mouth. See? Foo, damn it. You need, you know what? We, we, get, we have to get a partnership, Foo. We need to give seminars. And I'm going to let you just talk <laughs> about women and trying to, Teach women, and I'm just gonna. We'll do a 50 50 split, that's okay. I'll do the marketing, all that. <laughs> and you need to educate women on all these aspects, and it's awesome. <laughs> but you look at, yeah, maybe her mouth has been many places, depending on the individual. Now, would that matter? Ooh, would that really matter? Why would you be with that person anyway? So, why would it matter? Mm. Or are you thinking her mouth has been many places, meaning? What we talked about with the banana about the booty hole. Um, you know what? Look, uh, <laughs> I had to bring that up with the banana. If anyone check out my Facebook page on uh, Greg G R E G D U D Z I N S K I. Um, it's gotten a little bit of attention today. A little bit, and little um, bit. some people are into that. Rim jobs. You know what? I haven't heard that term in a long time. Everyone goes grocery shopping every now and then. Yes, everyone they has do. to everyone has to eat the booty like groceries every now and then. It's gonna happen. Uh is, I it, say, or is it not? I mean some people are hardcore against it, but me, I'm like, you know, stop being so suburban about it. Jeez. I mean if it's well, again suburban. if it's suburban is it's, it's suburban. Yeah, stop, being so, stop being so suburban and vanilla and just oh. all no, just stop it. If it's someone who you are interested in you're into you're especially a committed relationship it's a mutual attraction that's one of those things that i mean come on hey you might discover that you like it (laughs) trust me you might (laughs) i'm just saying you ever see a black guy blush or a black woman (laughs) it cracks me up and i i I get people you know black guys black women in uh classes and stuff clients get them to blush and i i freaking i love it because i joke around with them man you ever see a black guy black woman blush man freaking it's hilarious i love it you know it's cool my girl my girl my girl makes that happen quite often is that quite when, often is that when she's choking you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that too but okay 
almost all the time if you're including those times. Oh, there you go. And you talk, yeah, Rhonda loves your comment, too. Tell them, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, so, you know, my question, guys, what is your big deal about, you know, kissing? I, I love, you know, I asked the individual, yes, kissing is very, very intimate. I love kissing. I love, you know, someone that can kiss deeply, passionately, and that loves kissing. I love that. Oh, my God. I, I'm very sensual in that way, um, not only kissing with the mouth, kissing all over the place. But, you know, I think kissing, how many people, and I, I bring this up to um, talk about compatibility and all this stuff about comfort level and, you know, with kink, with anything. But, you know, when I ask and I talk about, are you able to have sex with your eyes open, you know, looking at each other? Um that it creates a deeper connection. It's it's cool and it, comfortable with yourself. However, can you? And people are going to think I'm weird and messed up. But how many people have tried to look eye to eye while you're kissing? And people are going to think, Greg, is that that's impossible? How can you do that? Oh my oh my God, she'll poke me in the eye with her eyelashes or whatever. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it will increase. The intensity, the soulfulness, oh, my God, and the comfort level. But like I said, just like eyes open, you know, open eyes, sex, and you're staring at each other, I'm all for that. You have to be comfortable with yourself, with your partner, and be okay because it's almost like your, your whole vulnerability, your whole soul is being open at that moment, and you need to be okay with that, and your partner does too. And you come in, oh, I can't do this because of body image, because I'm insecure, because of all this stuff. You have to be okay with opening yourself and opening your heart and your soul to your partner. And if you can't do that, you look at, you know, is it insecurities about you? Is it maybe trust levels or that you're not emotionally close enough with your partner that they're not allowing you to be open up and allowing yourself to be open to that person? Then you need to maybe work on that if you want to get to that level. And that's what I talk about, you know, with relationships and with sex and all this stuff and about sex being more Typically, it can increase and become better when you're in a long-term relationship because you learn and you're willing to learn about each other and open. Yeah, you you know you learn everybody when you're living together. You learn everybody's faults and pissed off and all this stuff of how you work together. But you look at that. The only way you know what. Oh, you know what? I am so sorry. The only way to make love is with your eyes open. We have sex with our eyes closed. Very true. Very good point there. Isn't it? Very, wow. Yeah. And how do you take that? That, I look at it that that's, right. The only way, I agree with you. Because it's not just your physical eyes when you're there, when you're making love. There's an extra connection there. There is a mental connection. It's not just your physical eyes. When you're having sex, that is simply the carnal desires, the lust. That is what is within that makes us, that turns us on and says, yep, that's it. Boom, let's go. And that's what I talk about, the difference, you know, difference between the physical piece of meat, mm-hmm. the physical connection, uh, you know, that aspect, and the soulful connection that I always try to get people on. Yeah, you can have, you know, like I, you know, I talk about, and I borrowed this from David Snarch, um, your long-time freaking pioneer and all this stuff, you know, you know, that you're comfortable doing your partner, you're different, you know, you're comfortable being done, 
making love, and then there's fucking, where you have the animalistic chemistry passion mixed with the eye-to-eye contact, emotional. It's all that rolled into one, and it's so cool that, you know, in the, I want to go back to the individual's chat. You know, the only way to make love is with your eyes open. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. We have sex with our eyes closed. And what you heard my inflection of my voice when I read that, and I'm like, oh, like, oh, like I got kicked in the gut. Not the nads, but maybe in the gut that it's sad when people do that and you're so disconnected. And is it just physical? Is it just a physical, we're doing it because we have to or doing it because we should or it's something to do? Or, yeah, that you have, what is the reason you have sex and it's always with our, your eyes closed? And it's so sad. You know, it, it's very sad, you know. So, you know, is there a difference between making love, making a connection, and just the act? Oh, we yeah. covered that I mean, absolutely I, without the doubt. Without I, a doubt, I've done both, and I can. I have to definitely remember the times when the eyes were closed were that way for a reason. It was clearly yes. just sex. She was that ugly, and no, no, I'm and <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ab. I shouldn't say that. That's bog. Very unprofessional. It was true, but <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what? You are impressing me. This is driving me nuts. You know, it's climbing into each other's souls when you look into each other's eyes. Yeah. And that's exactly what I said. Remember I said about the total connection where you have the mind, body, heart, and soul, where you, the word I talk about is intertwining each other's souls. That um, I, I use that term a lot, that the intertwining the souls that's what I want couples to be able to get to. Are you going to have it 24-7? No. I think that's almost impossible. But if you can have that most of the time, and that's what you both want, then that is, that's awesome. You know what? It, it, it's very, very awesome. And you look at, I'm reading uh, Food's comment here. I don't close my eyes. I love to see his body, his face, unless he is behind Yes, and then you will hurt your neck, foo. I don't want you breaking your neck, <laughs> and I am coming. <laughs> but it is also intense to look them in the eyes when you do come. Oh, my God, foo. You are absolutely right. You know what? You mentioned you're all for giving talks to women. Are you, uh, are you shy out in public, foo? You could be one of those uh, you know, sh- librarian type, sort of shy, timid, but behind closed doors, you are a freak with your man. Would you be able to be open and talk about this? And I'm all about, you know, Foo, you know me that I'm all about, you know, evolving everyone's sexuality and being comfortable within themselves in the sexual realm and trying to get rid of taboos or, you know, you maintain boundaries and try to expand your horizons within your boundaries and your you know what you feel is taboo and all this stuff but a lot there's a lot of myths and a lot of it has to do with i think how we're raised society and maybe our own comfort level too um 50 lashes unprofessional 50 eyelashes huh Hmm. does that that's when you look at each other right Mm -hmm. i guess so like like the way you're looking at me yeah i know you like how i was flirting with you have Yes, you ma- are, you yes are, Master G. Please, please, you, more, more. You, you are so lucky I'm not gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> the sad I don't mean, I don't mean sad to. Is you'd have no idea how many guys have told me this, and I just don't oh, know. Oh, you've told to me that before, yeah. It. I just like, yep. okay, 
All right. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Actually, you know what? I, I'm not saying your name out of privacy and respect. <laughs> but, yeah, batting lashes. You're absolutely right, and we're on the same page there. I totally agree. And, uh, oh, that was funny? Whipped with 50 lashes. Mr. Greg, you're trying to piss me off. I told you that. If anyone calls me Mr. or Sir, uh, especially in my classes, I flunk their ass. <laughs> I'm down, Mr. Greg. Oh, my God. It gives well, me the you know, willies. Just, just, uh, Is that respect? Use a little bit of whiteout on that last G, and it's Mr. Greg. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and you look at you look at the elements, you know. You know, talk about, I'm going to get back. You know, what, what is the deal with the guys um, not wanting to kiss after the woman, their woman, gives them a blowjob, whatever. And I want to know why that is. Is it, you know, why should they endure, a lot of women love it, you know, should they, why should they, you know, with the flavor and all that stuff, why should they, and oh, that's just a woman's job, a woman's thing. I'm like, really, dude? Yeah, I don't get How that. How immature, that's, that's biased, that's, I don't uh, get that either, Ab. I think that's immature, and talking about growing and evolving, essentially, and you, you can find out that that is very central, the kissing. And just like, you know, I love to kiss after I go down, why wouldn't I reciprocate that, that they want that same connection from me? Why would I take that away from them and not, that that just creates, I think, a deeper connection overall. And that's, you know, what what is your issue, guy, with that? Do you, does it make you think you're gay? Does it make, and it's not. Sexuality has to do who turns you on. You know, it cracks me up, you know, oh, guys, you know, not to be stereotypical. I say that and then I and act like I am. You know, guys that are in the anal sex, whatever, does that make you gay, because you practice anal sex with your wife, your girlfriend, whatever. No, it doesn't make you gay. What makes you gay or lesbian is who your sexual orientation, who you are attracted to, not the acts. And a lot of people, I think, you know, with the kissing, I think some guys, oh, after she did that, it's nasty. Why, why is it a double standard? Ford corporate, Ford's corporate, oh, I shouldn't announce that. Oops. Corporate offices, and I teach a lot of classes where I work now. Well, food, you know what? When I, uh, when I get into the Penobscot building downtown Detroit, when I move my office, um, oh, my God. I'm getting all flustered here. Anal sex is not gay. That is a very erogenous zone. Yes, Extreme. it is. Extreme. Absolutely. And a lot of people think that that's not only, you don't have to be in uh, anal sex fully, but it could be play with a finger, um, tongue. tongue. We talked about the banana and the booty hole. You know, the tongue and the finger can be very, you know, yeah, very central. It's very erogenous. You're absolutely right. Oh, my God. I think I'm falling in love. Anyways, <laughs> you, you look at the situation where, you know, why is that? It isn't gay. It's who you're attracted to. And if that is the taboo that a lot of guys won't kiss after you give them a blowjob, ladies, you know, maybe talk to them about it. And why is choice of gender? I agree. That's what I'm talking about. You look at the situation, do you bring that up and say, I want this? Or do you go a tit for tat? Oh, I'm not going to give you a blowjob unless you kiss me. Ooh. What would you do? I'd love to hear what you would do if that was the situation. Well, if you don't kiss me after, I'm not giving you a blowjob anymore. How many guys would start kissing their ladies then? Do you think a lot have? 
they if they were smart they would i well i'm all for that i agree uh, I, I think most the vast majority of them would have an about face and would <laughs> no puns intended and <laughs> i was gonna would, say wait a minute they would they would change their positions also no puns intended wow um on their stance on that i my question to them is why weren't you doing this in the first place I, again, there are just some things that I don't understand, like the, the men's pride when it comes to sexual acts. I remember when I was in high school, again, high Two school. Two years ago, right? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> this was in the late 90s, and guys were, guys, uh, the other young men there, they were just all like, ew, I'll never, you know, locker room talk. Right. Ew, I'll never go down on a girl. I'll never do that. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. Like, I got an oral fetish when it years comes. Years later, <laughs> years later, I those same dudes were like, "Well, what's wrong with these dudes? What do you mean you don't go down on women?" Like, dude, just two years ago, you said you'd never do that. You know what? I always thought black guys didn't go down. I got. So I many heard com- that. I, I heard so many complaints from black women, man. I heard that rumor Ooh. too until I looked in the mirror and said, "Well, that's obviously a lie." Because I, 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 I agree. <laughs> Are you black, Ev? No. <laughs> I sounded on the radio. I have the base of a black guy. Yeah, you do. I know. I love that That's voice. That's about it. <laughs> Freaking drives me nuts. I'm jealous. I, I have that in like 20% of the street cred. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, you do. That's about it, though. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, you've got to, I mean, I don't want to say just grow up, but when it comes to this, you do have it to is. be a little more mature. It is. Just, it, it's evolving, growing, and maturing. Exactly. And look at what, you know, what is your, what is the taboo and what is the... Your angst, if you will, against it is that the oh my god, it's gross. It's teen. Uh, but she kisses you when you, you. That's different. Why is that different? And I think a lot of it, to be honest with you, I think a lot of it has to do with guys are afraid that that oh that might mean they're gay because she just did that. That means I like sucking dick or whatever. No, no, it doesn't. Oh my god, it means about being together. It means about community. It means about the connection, and you can increase the soulfulness about your relationship and your sexuality even freaking trifold by doing that and I, I love this aspect no bargaining in sex it's a mutual thing no bartering it's compatibility i love that that is just perfect i think that is so awesome and as you know many people know you know whatever blog facebook whatever teaching i'm all about and i mentioned this before and i think i even mentioned this to this individual on chat about i don't beg (laughs) and i don't plead um with anybody and why would i beg and plead i'm i will ask but then it's like okay if that's not you and i want this or that's not you and that's not me and i'm not talking just sex and uh whatever um you know what then maybe we're just not compatible and that might be sad that might be everything oh my god Bodily fluid exchange is a very intimate act. You are very vulnerable in the state of exchanging fluids. You know what? That is so freaking hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to walk out of here with a freaking Woody after the show. I have. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I'm glad you warned me. <laughs> thanks yeah. for warning me. I, I won't. You don't I walk behind. Don't walk, walk in front of me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> there is a... What the hell? Hey, Fu, I'm not an English connoisseur. Uh, that, uh, that looks like a typo. <laughs> Let's wait for another. There, yeah, I know. That's a Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Fu. I was like, what the <laughs> hell was that? I'm not a genius with the English language by any means. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Maybe you can beg later. 
<laughs> you know what? Begging could be, you know, do this, suck me, do it now, do it now. There's a difference between maybe requesting it or commanding it. I command Depend, you. Depends on, I mean, some, it depends on the mood. Absolutely. Because sometimes when the demanding that, is desired. It's desired. And it's also in uh, part of the role playing, the dom, you know, mm-hmm. the dominatrix or the submissive aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there is a difference between begging and begging. I agree. Yes. Oh, great. I'm a yeah. control freak. So that means you want to control everything, right? Okay, now I'm going to walk out of here with a hard on. Yes. Uh, a, a woman freak. who. It, it, yes. it depends on what you're. Defi- if you're a control freak in <laughs> being a freak who's in control. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know what? And I'm uh, some guys, like I said, you know, some guys, I love women that can take control. I love women that. Um, I love women that can tell me what they want. I tell women that can be assertive, that can be aggressive sexually, that can rip my clothes off, throw me on the bed. And I'm, I, I tell people, most of us men love that. The men that yes. don't like that are the control freaks because yep. they need to always be in control. And me, I'm like, take control, baby. Freaking, that's a huge fucking turn on to me. That tells me she wants me that bad, desires me that bad. Like you said about pleasing the other woman, that is so freaking hot, man. Mm-hmm. That you know, I love pleasing. I love turning, being able to turn her on, freaking pleasing her, making her come and come, and I'm all about that. And it's such a huge turn on for me. And you look, you look at that aspect about freaking and having her do that to me and freaking want me that much. Oh my god, I am so. That's fucking hot. And so I'm like, take control, man. Do treat me treat me like the slut that I am. (laughs) (laughs) Treat me like your freaking sex toy, please. (laughs) So I'm all about that. And I I do think some guys that are control freaks, they don't want that because they they can't allow themselves to let go. And that's when I mentioned a while ago in you know the fifty shades and all that stuff. That a lot of women, oh my God, I can't believe her being submissive, being told what to do and all that stuff. And I, I mentioned it before, you know, to be able to let yourself go in that submissive role, that, that's confidence. A lot of people don't get that. that. That's confidence. That's being confident in yourself, confident in your partner, confident in that situation and sexually mature, sexually confident more than most people, more than most women are in that situation. So to be able to, to do that, um, I, I think that's freaking hot. Plain and simple. I, I think it's freaking hot. And how you how you be able to get each other and how you be able to read each other is not only not only sexually, but I think the premise of being able to read each other sexually and everything is emotionally as well. You know, that you read each other emotionally, you get each other. And that's part of the thing I talk about, you know, and I give out the circle thing to couples about, you know, how do you want to get, you know, getting each other? How do you want people to get each other to part of, you know, if I'm pissed off, do I want to hug or do I want to be left alone or, you know, whatever. If I'm crying, do I want to be left alone or do I want, I want a hug or an embrace um, or do I want alone time? How do you read each other? And can you look at each other in eyes and know that she wants me to rip her clothes off or the way she's looking at me that she freaking wants to rip my clothes off? And you know what? Ooh, huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you're getting into birthplaces? That's stereotypical. <laughs> um, they, there might be some truth, but I think it depends on the individual, too. Like, uh, you know, uh, um, only children are freaking um, 
spoiled, rotten, freaking selfish bastards. That's not always the case. Okay, passion and control are two different things. Passion is chemical. Control is insecurity. Um, ho, ho, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you not, back up, back up on chat, and did you not tell me you like control, that you're controlling? So does that make you insecure? Does that make you insecure? You just said control is insecurity. I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think, I don't think control is. But, dude, look, look, look at app, look at uh, chat. Yeah. I agree passion and control are two different things, but can you be in control of yourself and can you be in control of yourself to let go? Yeah. Do you understand? I do. No, I totally, totally get what you're coming and from. And that's what I, I don't believe control is always insecurity. No, I, I, I agree, Fu, but I think I might have took it out of context, maybe. And um, I, I don't believe control is always insecurity. I think it is. I think control can be insecurity because you don't want to let go. But I also think you can control yourself and know what you want and have that control over you as a partner, be it sexually, be it you know with kink, sexually, emotionally, whatever. I'm all about that, Fu, and I, I agree with that. I can admit I have insecurities, and that's awesome. We all have them. I completely agree. And I have them. Everybody else has them. Um, and knowing that, I think, and not using them against each other, I think that is huge. You can't be in control during a totally uncontrollably chemical reaction. At least I hope not. You know what? I, when you have the pheromones and everything going on, the chemistry aspects, can you control that or no? Say you're in a long-term relationship or marriage, and what happens? Oh, my God, the chemical reaction was there, and I can't control myself from putting my dick inside her. You know what? There's no way I can control that. Ooh. Would that fly with you? No. No, it wouldn't with me either. You can't be in control during a totally uncontrollable chemical reaction. Are you talking sexually? Are you talking when you're with your partner? Or are you talking if you meet a chemical reaction with somebody else that you feel is hot, sexy? Ooh. We could take this either I've way. I've still been in control, but I'm a special, I agree. I'm a special I, case for that. I am too, because I would not want to jeopardize. And yes, um, a while ago, I was in a situation like that. I have to admit, like I said, I'm not perfect and mistaken. Like I said, I sold myself out before. Um, it is my firm belief that most physical relationships are chemicals. Oh, I agree. I, I think it's, it's chemical. I agree with you 100%, but I also think the physical, it's huge chemical. And I said, if you do not have that chemical right from the start, if you don't have that chemical chemistry connection, I don't think it's ever going to be there. I think it's rare. It can be down the road, but good luck to you because I don't think it can be there. That's where, you know, we talk about the friend aspect. Oh, we need to be friends before we are lovers. If you don't have the chemistry, the connect chemical connection between you guys, the chemistry, you know, yeah, forget it. I'm not even going to the next step. That's why the friend zone is there. That's why maybe there's something about the attraction. If, the, if you want to call it the animalistic, that individual on chat is mentioning the chemistry and all that stuff. I agree. If that is not there, oh, my God. You know what? <sighs> Chances are it's not going to be there. But, again, that chemistry, you know, they could be hot physically and all this, and they open their mouth, and all of a sudden that chemical. 
physical, that chemistry or connection, uh, the physical attractiveness can go right down the toilet when they open their mouth, man. Then I still, oh, anyways, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you say goodbye, see you when you kick them out in the morning, right? No. <laughs> okay, you ready to call it quits for the evening? Oh, we just got started. Yeah, we just got started. I know, it seems like this has been a fun show. Um, yeah, why don't we, uh, my voice is getting tired. Everybody can hear it. I might be running out of ideas. So, no, no, I never run out of ideas. It's weird. But you look at the situation. Again, guys, if you have an issue, ladies, you tell your men, command it. You know what? You need to kiss me. No, I'm having fun. I am too. Thanks for it's awesome, awesome having new uh, faces, if you will. And what a face. Um, on <laughs> on the text, you know, on the chat and listening to the show, I appreciate it very much. I appreciate you sharing the news about the radio show um, on your Facebook too. I I am very very flattered, uh, very humbled too. So I appreciate that. Many 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 thank yous to that. And foo. Uh, for you, Sharon, as always, too, I appreciate that. Um, all the kind words and support I get from everybody. Like I said, the Art of Relationships radio show, it's for you guys out there. It's for everybody. Another way for me to help people. Um, and if your guy, going back to the blowjob thing, if your guy don't want to kiss you, you need to talk to him and whatever. And if he is against that, then what do you do? Do you do a tit for tat? Well, I'm not going to suck you anymore unless you do kiss me. Would you want your woman to do that, Av? Would that change things up, or would that be a power trip? Uh, it would change Ooh. things up, but she, fortunately, she'll never have to worry about it. No, I, with me either. Not, not at all. I'm all about pleasing. <laughs> I'm all about that connection and having that connection big time. Um, maybe you, you know what, well, I'm not going to do this. And Is it a power trip, or is it something that's part of your essence, or can you sell yourself out? It's part of that thing that Ab mentioned at the beginning of the show. You know, Is it something that you are okay with if he doesn't kiss you, or are you just bullshitting yourself that you really want it and he doesn't really care that that's important to you? Ooh. How do you like that spin on that one, man? That's, <laughs> is that what it comes down to? He doesn't care what's important to you. Or again, do you stand at a standstill and do you be stubborn and how do you do it? That's up to you to decide. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate new listeners uh, to the show this evening, uh, new individual in chat. It's awesome, awesome uh, seeing you on here. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate it very, very, very much. <laughs> oh, before we go, oh, of course, Fu, I'm going to wake him up with a blowjob and then kiss him goodnight. That's uh, what Fu. we're talking about, Fu. <laughs> That's what we're talking That's about. That's what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Fu, you never, never cease to amaze. And we, we, um, we might have, I'm serious. We're going to have to, when I, uh, Move my off. Well, actually, it's going to be in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be working out of, as a lot of people know, um, moving my office to downtown Detroit. Um, it's going to be awesome. I'm I, I'm a huge fan of Detroit. What's happening down there? The people of Detroit. A lot of good people. Everyone, most people are very friendly. Everyone around the world, the country hears of all the bad in Detroit, but there is so much positive growth and stuff going on. It's awesome. I'm going to be excited to be a part of that and also to be able to hopefully help a lot more people um downtown and but i'm still going to be working out of my mount clements office too for a while so i'm going to be working out of both and foo 
what I'm getting on, and when I'm in the Penobscot building, they have a huge conference room. It's more like a freaking auditorium, if you will. It's a huge room, and they have all their medium-sized ones. So we could get together, and I, I plan on doing work. Yeah, as you know, Fu, I've offered them before. You know, workshops, presentations, and stuff. And I think this is something we need to talk about. Um, maybe to highlight and sort of enlighten women and to teach them too. Uh, both of us working with that, and even bring your uh, hubby along too would be cool. He can help pass out shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, bring him, bring bring uh, Mr. Fu, uh, you know, with you. That would be cool, and I think that's something that we need to talk about. I think that'd be pretty cool, and it'd be a lot of fun, too. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure, please, go to our Facebook page, Greg, G-R-E-G-D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. You can check out my website, TheArtOfRelationships.org. And please, please, everybody, check out RawRadioX.com. That's R-A-W, like raw meat, as we're talking about tonight. Raw meat and kink. Yeah, baby. RawRadioX.com. Check them out. Av will be having his own show tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, Thursday already, at noon, right? That's right. Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific. It's Avenue and Friends. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow. We're talking about uh, uh, various topics, one of them being uh, how butt implants can explode. We're talking about uh, more presidential candidate uh, candidates and their follies. 50 Cent, uh, he's going, oh, yeah. quote-unquote, bankrupt. We'll go into detail about that. And we'll have our talk of the week Uh is it time, with all the social political issues going on of the day, is it time to finally discuss taxing the church? We have to uh, talk it over tomorrow on Avenue and Friends. Again, that's Avenue and Friends here on Raw Radio X at high noon Eastern, and 11 a.m. Central and 9 a.m. Pacific. Awesome. Great job, Ab, and I appreciate all your help. And as you know, I jumped all over that uh, post about the church thing and taxes. Hell yeah. Tax, oh, yes. tax those businesses, and it's going to piss some people off, but that's how I feel about it. Thank yeah. you for listening, everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Every Monday, well, mostly, <laughs> Monday and Wednesday evening um, at 9 p.m., 9 to 11 Eastern Time. Thank you for listening, everybody. Much love to everybody out there. Um, I appreciate all the support. Much love. Be safe, everybody. Bye-bye. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Ice to break.
Looking at the clock again, time's face tells nothing. So tell me why I hesitate. Hesitate to say your name. Say good morning, bring you into my day. Or will it be the same? Take your hand and let it go. Cause now I'm so in love with love. 